the journey of entrepreneurship, there are moments where it can be really lonely. I've come to learn that not everyone will get it or support it. And sometimes it's the people that are closest to us, friends and family, that are among those who just won't support it. And it sucks. Um, and there's really no way to like, I, I mean, I wish there was like a more eloquent uh, word for it, but it just sucks. So today I'm going to be sharing how I've handled non-supportive family and friends who haven't supported my business. This is definitely going to be an interesting one, but let's get into it. You're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college and while working a nine-to-five job. After five years in corporate and three years of building my business, I bet on myself and quit my job. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build the business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. Before I quit my job, I would always hate to get the question, so what do you do? Because ultimately, Pandora's box would be open because I'd always say, well, I work for X, Y, and Z company doing digital marketing and communications, but I also do it for small business owners and entrepreneurs. And boy, the responses would always be interesting, but usually people would fit into like one of three categories. They either be curious, supportive, or just flat out negative. And I really never minded those who were curious or um, who were supportive, of course, because I love talking about my business. I love talking about helping small business owners and entrepreneurs. But it was those negative Nancys that tapped on my last bit of nerve. And it was really frustrating, um, especially frustrating when those negative Nancys would be family and friends. So when I, I don't know when it was, but I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I I have to figure this out. I have to figure out how to navigate this because the way my mouth is set up, <laughs> it just like, you know what? It's just like I had to create a auto response to those negative people because I knew the potential for some of those conversations could go left and because some of them were family, I had to create an auto response. So my first aha moment was to understand that everyone just isn't going to get it. It doesn't matter how much I try to explain. It doesn't matter how much I go into all of the details, right? They're just not going to get it. Not because they don't want to. Well, maybe there's a couple who just don't want to get it. But for the most part, their lack of understanding wasn't intentional. And if I re- when I really thought about it, when I really thought about it, I realized that entrepreneurship isn't the norm. It isn't the status quo. And it isn't until recently with social media and blogging and vlogging that people really started talking about entrepreneurship and business ownership in such open spaces. Because say, I don't know, 10 years ago or the pre-recession, that wasn't even in the cards for most folks. That wasn't in the conversation. Most people were talk or were talking about, you know, getting into a good school, getting a degree, building your career, getting married, or it was go into the military, build your career, get married, have 2.5 kids, work until retirement kicks in, and then enjoy life. So when that really like clicked for me, I realized or I understood that having that business conversation, that entrepreneurship conversation with certain people, 
or I guess I should say with people who hadn't built a business or don't currently have one or hadn't even tried to build one, it was going to be hard because it was like describing the yumminess of Chick-fil-A to a non chick fil -er. Or it was like describing a donut to someone who hasn't eaten one. They just weren't going to get it. And that's when responding for me became easier. So when I got the subtle shade or the probing and unnecessary questions, or I got asked about my little business, I knew or I wouldn't say I knew, but I had the ability to respond better than I would before that aha moment happened. So here are a couple of things that I do and I've learned to do because some I'm still working on in Jesus's name, um, you know, that I've learned that have helped me with those potentially negative conversations. So one of the first things that I do when I feel that tug of negativity about to happen in a conversation, I am like super positive. And sometimes I even do this before I feel the negativity coming on because most people who are negative Nancy's are just waiting on you to complain and be down or um, upset about your business. And in order to just cut that head off, you, you just don't even give them the satisfaction of your complaints. Save that for people who really care um, and have the best intentions for you. So I don't mean, when I say be super positive, I don't mean um, like not be truthful, like speak your truth, but always end or come back around to how excited and hopeful you are about what's coming in your business, because this will effectively shut all that down right? They aren't expecting you to be great or succeed. And you can't reason with folks like that. So don't even try, like keep it pushing, be super positive, round it out, and then turn it to them, like ask them a question, right? Be like, oh, how is such and such, you know, the petty in me would always ask about something that I know is like not going right because it's like oh you want to be negative okay so I'm, I'm asking you about such and such but you know I'm working on that so don't do that don't be like petty Alexis I'm really working on that though like I'm really working on that doing that and just being positive and just asking them a question that's nice so do that version um number two is I realized that when someone was being shady to me in my business, it had nothing to do with me. Some people just don't go for their dreams. So when those folks try to pick at your business or pick at you or pick at you for doing something that isn't quote unquote traditional, they're really just big mad that they didn't have the courage to go after their dreams. And that's tough. Like that's tough that that has really nothing to do with you. So let that hate roll off. And that's one of the things that is hard. Thick, growing thick skin is one of those things that comes with time and people picking at you, right? It's just, you, you're going to have to grow it. And it's going to take moments like this where you can't, like, it's hard to let it roll off of you to to form that thick skin. Understand that there is nothing wrong with the path that you're taking. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with going the path of tradition and doing a nine to five. I fully believe that entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, just like having a nine to five isn't for everybody. But no one should criticize someone for making the right decision for them. So you really 
have to just let it roll off of you and not take it personally because in this journey to entrepreneurship, there's going to be a lot of things that you want to take personal and it really ain't. Um, number three is, ooh, and this one is, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm working on is extend grace. Okay. I'm a straight shooter. <laughs> I, I tell it like it is, but I also know that God has extended so much so much grace to me. So I have to do the same for others. But and however, extending grace can me be mean me walking away, not participating in this negative conversation, and then in turn being petty because you just came for me. You just came for my business. So extending grace can simply be walking away from the conversation. Someone once said to me, Alexis, you do not have to attend every argument that you're invited to. And that is that is so applicable here because although you want to be graceful, I want you to be very protective of your space, be very protective about the energy and the people that you allow to penetrate your space. And sometimes I know when you're at those family reunions or those family gatherings and you're dealing with the negative person, it can be very sticky. But I fully believe <laughs> if they can dish it, they can take it. So if you want to be negative, if they want to be negative, you have the right to walk away. And I mean that for anybody. And you can do it respectfully. It doesn't mean that you're not being respectful. It just means that you are protecting your space. But let me bring it down. You can tell like this is one of those things that gets me hot. Oh, it gets me hot. <sighs> Let's just take a moment to calm down, Alexis. But anywho, I hope this was helpful. I th- Learning how to deal with people who don't support you, especially those that are friends and family, it's going to take time. It's going to be a journey because your feelings are going to get hurt. Um, Sometimes it may feel as though strangers are more supportive than your own circle, but I want you to really understand that that's okay. Everyone's journey is different. I know some people who've had fully supportive, um, you know, family and friends and But if that's not you and that's not your story, that is okay because it's going to serve as an inspirational story, your testimony that will help someone else get through their unsupportive circle. Um, But something I really want you to do, I'm challenging you to do it this week, is I want you to evaluate what you categorize as support. I think that there are some business owners out there, of course, not you not you, that expect support in a very specific form. Maybe it's monetary and they don't realize that they're really receiving support, just not in the way that they think that they should. Support could mean, you know, someone checking on you to see how you're doing during a launch or support could be a listening ear when you need to talk to a concept or vent because a client just came at you completely wrong. Or it could be, um, you know, referring you to someone who is in need of your services because maybe they're not in need right now, but they'll refer you to someone who is in need. Um, before you categorize someone as unsupportive, take a look at what they do and how they show up and how they're present for you. You may be surprised by who is actually in your corner. 
I hope this was helpful. I hope you had a couple little kikis throughout the episode. But for more information about this week's episode, head on over to thebusybiz.com slash episode 30. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, comment, rate, and share the podcast. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.